Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Today on the newscast, the prophetic implications of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and what it means for Israel in the Middle East. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Welcome to Dallas once again. One last newscast here in the Big D before heading home back to the Watchman studio. Today we want to focus on a topic that many Watchman viewers are commenting on, the prophetic implications of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and what it means for Israel. Now, we've talked about this a bunch on the newscast over the past few weeks. Yes, Eastern Europe is on fire right now, thanks to Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, but Russia also has a strong presence at Israel's doorstep in the Middle East. And when we're talking Middle East, we're talking Israel. Today, in these Bible times in which we are living, we are certainly talking prophecy, in particular, the War of Gog and Magog laid out in the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39. Now, if you haven't heard that term before, Gog, Magog, I know it's a very funny name, but it is very important for the times we are living in right now. Scanning the landscape of number one, thousands of Russian soldiers at Israel's doorstep in Syria right now. Secondly, Russian officials on one hand saying they will continue the so-called deconfliction arrangement that they have with Israel when it comes to Israeli airstrikes against Iran and Hezbollah inside Syria under those Russian soldiers' noses. But on the other hand, Russian officials saying, we're losing patience with Israel's strikes in Syria. Is a day coming where Vladimir Putin says to Israel, the arrangement, the agreement is out the window, enough is enough, and no longer Israel, will we allow you to have freedom of movement in Syria. That would be a game changer in all the wrong ways because that Syrian freedom of movement has been crucial for Israel as it pushes Iran and Hezbollah back from the Golan Heights. The Bible lays out a latter days confederation that many believe is led by Russia that comes against Israel. I had a chance to talk about it recently in Jerusalem with my good friends, best selling author Joel Rosenberg, who's also editor-in-chief of a great site called All Israel News that you need to check out. Also, Chris Mitchell, Middle East Bureau Chief for CBN News and host of the Jerusalem Dateline Show, coming to you on The Watchman from Jerusalem, talking Russia and prophecy. Take a look. You know, we're talking about Syria. Back several years ago, it was really Russia that went in to save the uh, regime of Bashar Assad. September 2015. Yeah, And exactly. he's never left. No, he has never left. And, and Israel and Russia have had an interesting relationship because Iran wants to use Syria as a forward base against Israel. They brought in Hezbollah and militias from around the country. They're trying to bring in weapons. Well, Israel has been fighting a shadow war against that encroachment against Israel. Putin has allowed it. Yes. But what will happen if Putin all of a sudden says, well, 
no more Israel. And what is that going to do if Iran is able not only perhaps to get a nuclear weapon, but to have this forward base right on Israel's border, just a several hour drive away from you where al- we are? You yeah. almost have to imagine uh, the Iranian leadership meeting with Putin privately yeah. and saying, yeah. whose yeah. side are you on? You're a nuclear superpower. You, you've, you've provided us nuclear assistance to build our nuclear uh, program. You have provided us political cover at the United Nations. Um, but, and, and many other areas, you've, you've, you've sold us you know, your most advanced yeah. uh, missile defense systems and, and so forth. But you're letting Israel pick us apart in Syria. Who, which side are you on? Under like, Russia's, make, a, make a decision. Right. And, Joel, under Russian soldiers' noses, essentially, who are there in Syria right now. This is all unfolding. Absolutely. As there. I think there is a point in which the Iranian regime is going to persuade Putin. We get it. The reason you've been cautious in Syria is because of the Americans, not because of the Israelis. But you don't have to worry anymore. The, the Biden administration is not going to... Uh, show any type of strength. They, they're not doing it in Europe. They're not doing it in Asia. Why would you have to worry? You're the master of the universe now. If you want something, go get it and let us help you. And I think there are prophetic implications to that too. But if you just look strictly geopolitically, that's a bad scenario. And it's causing Israeli leaders at the highest level to begin calculating mm-hmm. Are they alone? For all the all the wonderful sentiments coming out of Washington and the Biden administration, do they have to go take out Iran's nuclear facilities alone and also before Russia says no? Yes. I want to ask you about a potential strike on Iran's nuclear facilities. But first, you mentioned prophetic implications, Joel. Both of you have talked about that coming war of Gog and Magog laid out in the book of Ezekiel, mm-hmm. chapter 38 and 39. Chris, I'll start with you. And Joel, I want to ask your take on it as well. Russia's moves in the Middle East, could there be some prophetic implications to that? The Russian bear here at Israel's doorstep. Just go to Ezekiel 38 and 39 and see what may happen, uh, the war of Gog and Magog. And uh, so when you see Russia being so emboldened after this Afghanistan debacle and uh, and what he can do and how he threatens Europe, not only Europe, but will he come down as uh, to here in the north? Yeah. Uh, we don't know when and we don't know exactly if this is the scenario, but it looks like things are lining up and these trends are moving forward just like the Bible says. Yeah, and Joel, just a reminder for everyone watching, when we talk about this Gog and Magog, this confederation that comes together in the latter days, Ezekiel says, who is part of that confederation that comes against Israel? And by the way, it ends well for Israel. It doesn't end well for this invasion force when God intervenes directly. But name some of the nations. I know you believe Russia will be among those nations that come against Israel in the latter days. Really, you have to do historical detective work to figure out what these ancient names are in Ezekiel are and how they correspond to current nation states. But the short version is Magog is is, is certainly Russia. I don't have any doubts about that. But the next country that's mentioned is Persia. Well, that's the easiest one one. of all of them uh, because until 1935, that was the name of Iran. Uh, Gomer is an ancient name for the people that we now call Turkey. So if you just started with those three, you'd have Russia... Iran and Turkey, the very countries that are occupying uh, Syria, first time in 2,600 years since Ezekiel wrote that. Um, Lebanon is not mentioned in the prophecy as an aggressor. Mm-hmm. It's not mentioned at all, but the, but the attack, as you said, is coming from the north. Mm-hmm. Well, with Russia 
uh, Iran and Turkey already occupying uh, and with their military forces already in Syria, mm -hmm. then what's going on with Lebanon? Well, it is a wholly owned subsidiary, a province really, mm -hmm. of Iran yeah. uh, because of Hezbollah. Mm -hmm. And you and I have uh, covered this and written about yeah. how Hezbollah has just taken over the country. So we could go through more countries, but the, the main invasion force comes from the north, and a couple things have had to have happened. Ezekiel 36 and 37. Mm -hmm. Israel has to be reborn as a country. Check. Uh, Jews have to be coming back and mass and resettling here. Check. Jews have to have rebuilt the ancient ruins. Check. Yeah. They have to make Israel, modern Israel, prosperous. Mm -hmm. Check. Um, and they have to be living securely in the land. The term peace is never used, but the sense that Israelis feel like, okay, yeah, we get it, people hate us, we're Jews. Unfortunately, that's our lot in life. But overall, we feel good. And that's where Israelis feel right now. Most Christians don't have any idea really about this prophecy and how things are really coming together in ways we've never yeah. seen ever in history. And one thing that but people, I think a lot of viewers would uh, remember, Luke 21, Matthew 24, mm -hmm. the time when Jesus talked about the end of the age, and he talked about it right over there yes, on the did. Mount of Olives when his disciples came to him, where he talked about wars, rumors of wars, pestilence, famines, earthquakes in various places, and that we see uh, in evidence all over the world The right pestilence now. alone. I mean, we're living yeah. through the worst uh, disease, worst plague pandemic in in the last hundred years. Yeah. If this is not a, a, a birth pang, prophetically, yeah. I wouldn't know what a birth pang would look like. Thanks again to my good friends Joel Rosenberg and Chris Mitchell for those great prophetic insights. Much more to come in the days and weeks to come here on the newscast regarding Russia's moves in the Middle East and what the Bible has to say about it, how it impacts Israel, and how it impacts you no matter where you live. Hey, if you like that clip, you can watch the entire Watchmen show. That's where the clip was from on TBN every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That means tonight, Friday, March 18th, you can catch the whole show again, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TBN. And if you want to see the Watchmen show before anyone else, remember, you can be a premium subscriber, a premium member here on our YouTube channel. Just go to membership. Uh, you'll see it on our homepage. You can join for $5 a month. You'll get first exclusive, first view of every new Watchmen show without commercials that hits the air along with some exclusive behind the scenes commentary from yours truly and people like Chris and Joel. Good stuff. So check out that premium membership feature here on the channel. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. Until next time, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.